Welcome to your Coach on Demand. I'm Dr. Greg Ketchum. I'm a psychologist and executive coach and a former radio talk show host. I'm joined by my partner, Steve Kofsky, who is a technology journalist and author and also is a former talk show host. We invite you to give a listen, try out some of the action steps we recommend, and we think you'll be glad you did. Okay, Dr. Greg, uh, good to have you back on the podcast today. Join me on a, on a little journey. We're going to take time for a journey to the center of ourselves. So uh, that's our topic today. It's about time you take a journey to the center of yourself. What in the heck do you mean by that? Well, the subtitle, Steve, is find your authentic leadership voice and reduce your stress by learning how to center yourself. Now, we're talking about centering as a technique to manage anxiety and stress, and we're adding a second outcome of being able to access your authentic leadership voice. Now, centering is a lot like the concept of mindfulness that is quite topical today in the workplace. Both practices involve deep breathing, and both originated in the Far East thousands of years ago. Now, most people think about centering as some kind of new age, hippy-dippy kind of meditative thingy that has nothing to do with getting... Absolutely. <laughs> getting... Absolutely. What is this What is this hippy-dippy meditative thingy you're talking about here? What's this got to do with great, getting great business results? Well, see, see, most people think of it that way, but that's, that's wrong. Now, major corporations from Google, General Mills, Aetna, and Intel are incorporating practices like centering and mindfulness as part of their efforts to improve employee health, reduce stress, and boost workplace engagement. Now, that must be a surprise for you, Steve. It is. I, you know, the people that are, that are putting uh, cereal in my, in my breakfast bowl and uh, uh, delivering my health care are uh, in, involved in this new age, you know, hippy-dippy, uh, you know, wearing crystals. I, I don't know what's going on with this, um, but uh, you surprised me, Dr. Greg. This sounds very forward-thinking of these large corporations. All right, so we'll offer up a definition of centering in a second, but when we talk about being centered, Steve, what does that mean to you? I have no idea. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> to, to get centered, you know, I have, I have um, actually taken a class at the, at the Chopra Center, uh, and uh, so I'm right in there with with Oprah. I believe in in uh, meditation. Uh, unfortunately, it aggravates me, so that uh, <laughs> that doesn't work out for me all the time. But <laughs> no, I do I do believe in this uh, this idea of mindfulness, being in the moment. It's right. one of the things I like about having these discussions and and being involved in uh, in broadcasting throughout my career is you have to pay attention. You have to right. be in the moment. You have to be centered and uh, present in order to make this thing work. It's the same way with playing sports, uh, playing music, uh, especially with other people. Um, so I, I think it's, it's very, very important, and that's what it makes me think of. Okay, well, that's, that's right spot on, Steve, and I'm quite proud of you for that. I'm, I'm actually uh, flummoxed and aghast that you were that deep, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to finally discover You look like this. you're quelling. <laughs> I'm catching. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, so, no, you're not catching your yeah. but but anyway, you, you, yeah, give, right. you give me a lot of knockus as well. You're right. Um, <laughs> if, we, if, we, if I can slip into Yiddish for a moment, that's yeah. that's the extent of my Yiddish. But yes, yeah. um, so you've had some experiences uh, of centering, I know, in your life, and um, maybe you could tell me a little bit. Of what, what does it mean to you, Doctor Greg? Well, so I'll give you one example, Steve. As you know, I was in stuck in New Orleans during Hurricane Katrina, and I'd been looking outside of myself for a rescue for the government or aid agencies to, to come and get us out of New Orleans. Finally, on the fourth day, 
after the storm, when no help had arrived and even the police left me stranded, I centered myself at that point and I stopped looking outside of myself for rescue and looked inside of myself, got myself centered and asked myself a question. Okay, Greg, what do you need to do to get yourself out of here? And that's a big part of what centering is about is kind of tapping into your center, getting out of your head. Now, of course, Steve, your life doesn't have to be on the line to use centering. Well, you know, I, I'm, I really think you should consider writing a book about this, Dr. Greg. Um, uh, oh, Hey, by the way, you you have written a book about this, but um, seriously, um, the <laughs> I thought you were I thought you were talking about writing a book about being a fraud. <laughs> no, I'm talking about uh, centering yourself and um, and being able to uh, extricate yourself from the from the fear spin cycle, just as you're in the middle of a hurricane spin cycle and looking at at uh, extensive suffering yeah. and imminent perhaps death. Um, it's a little counterintuitive to, uh, to decide this is a good time to, to be uh, meditative and to, um, to you know, look at your, your inner, but, but actually this is what um, uh, separates in, in many cases great men from the rest of us, Dr. Rick, is, is that ability to, uh, uh, to face your fears and to look inside yourself and uh, realize that you're the answer to those problems. You've got to, you know, God yeah. may be looking down on you, but he's expecting you to do the grunt work here and um, and get yourself out of it. Yeah, that's right. Well put, Steve. Now, a definition. Uh, why don't you give us that definition, Steve, of what centering is? Well, the, the, uh, the accepted definition of centering is taking the time to be in the moment, to focus, and to calm yourself. That's right. That's right. So let's talk about some situations, Steve, where you might want to employ centering. So one would be before giving a presentation or going through an interview. Uh, that'd be a great time to center yourself. A uh, second one might be when you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed. And, and the third might be when you're facing critical decisions. Now, what's interesting in my exhaustive research I did on this, Steve, the centering technique can evoke what's called the relaxation response. And what is the definition of the relaxation response, Steve? Well, uh, from my crib notes here uh, that you provided so thoughtfully, um, the relaxation response is a protective mechanism against stress that brings about, it can actually uh, have physiological results. It can decrease your heart rate, apparently, it can lower your metabolism and uh, and also lower your respiratory rate. So. Um, there's, there's uh, actually a, a definition here that it's the physiological opposite of the fight or flight or stress response, and, and that's according to Mosby's Medical Dictionary, if you need to know. Great job on that uh, work, Steve-O, the definition. Now, when I introduced this topic, I imagine that you thought I'd lost my edge and returned to my incense-burning tie-dye-wearing days. Is that not right? Yeah, you, you had me thinking that you'd, you'd gone off the, uh, the edge a little bit there, Dr. Greg. But the science, the science proves this out. But, um, you know, you're in a position to tell us, how do you do this when you're in the moment and you're, you know, you're really facing that fight or flight uh, at, a, at a very deep level that's where that's where you're, um, you know, not even as a as a cognitive mental process, your body is beginning to feel that stress and evoke that. Is, is there something you can do to uh, to actually take yourself out of that and and center yourself in those kind of situations? Uh, no, Steve, actually, uh, nothing really comes to mind. Not a damn thing. OK, well, that's our podcast for today. 
Uh, gee, uh, that was a that was a surprise ending. No, uh, let, let me let's take that again, Doctor Greg. Are, there's isn't there something you can do? Give us something, Doctor Greg. No, actually, Steve. Of course, there is something you can do. So let's talk about some action steps. The first action step here is to flip the centering switch, and that is you've got to be aware of when you need to flip that centering switch by paying attention to the stress cues your body and mind give you. Now, once you're aware, you switch your focus off of that anxiety spin cycle onto your breathing and body. Take. 10 deep breaths or take five deep breaths. If your worrying thoughts pop up, just passively ignore them. Focus back on your breathing and letting the tension go out of your muscles. Visualize putting your awareness down in the center of your body, just below your navel. And another helpful thing you can do is to develop a mantra or word or phrase that you can say to yourself that will help you center. Now, the one that I use a lot is faith, not fear. You could use something like let it go or it's all going to be okay, something like that. I'm a little surprised. I would have, I would have thought that your mantra would be, what would Steve do in this situation, or you know, something along those lines. <laughs> oh, shoot, you know, I, I forgot to mention that. That actually is what I do each time. Uh-huh. Now, uh, can you take us on to the next action step number two there, Steve? Well, um, I guess if, if you read the book by Dr. Greg, you might find out that something else you could do is to, uh, is to ask yourself, a question that you find helps you really, you know, get the state of relaxation that centers yourself. So a question like, you know, what do I need to do right now to take care of myself? That'd be a good question to ask yourself in uh, the middle of a disaster situation. But um, it, it doesn't have to be that extreme, does it? It could be, it could be uh, in a workplace as well. Uh, no, Steve, it doesn't have to be that extreme. Well, let's talk about action step number three here, which is you want to develop a daily centering practice. And uh, whatever that works for you. I mean, you you could start your day by getting yourself centered and focused on what's important. You could plan one-minute centering breaks throughout your day. You could take three to five deep breaths every time you sit back down at your desk. You just need to remember to flip that centering switch when you find yourself stressed and overwhelmed. Now, there's always a deeper lesson in what we talk about, Steve. This isn't just about learning some new-age breathing technique, but rather... It's about developing your potential and making you a more powerful person in this world. But most importantly, it can help you develop your ability to trust and let your instincts take over. And that, Steve, is a rare gift indeed. Dr. Greg, as always, thanks for your insight. And finally, if you'd like to get in touch with your comments or questions, just send me a note at drgreg at talentplanet.com. That's D-R-G-R-E-G at talentplanet.com. Thanks. Holmes, if you must face around in circles, I wish you'd change directions now and then. You're, you're making me dizzy. Bah. It's inexcusable, Watson. Inexcusable. No initiative. No imagination. Nothing ever gets done. If you're alluding to the inactivity in this last session of Parliament, my dear Holmes... I'm not speaking of our lawmakers, Watson, but of our lawbreakers. The London criminal is certainly a dull fellow. What makes you say that? Well, look out of the window. Ideal weather for committing a crime. Criminal advances on his intended victim practically unseen. He pounces and disappears into thin air. <laughs> there have been numerous petty thefts, ah, I believe. Petty, petty thefts, pickpockets, ragamuffins. What's the country coming to? 